What's up, everybody, and welcome in to Tuesday Wrestling Tuesday. I'm Jonathan Hood. We record this on the 31st of August. So glad you're with us. This week will be on fire in Chicago. The Now Arena in Hoffman Estates will have three AEW shows. All Elite Wrestling will be at Hoffman Estates at the Now Arena on Wednesday for Dynamite, on Friday for Rampage, and Sunday for All Out, the pay-per-view, in which CM Punk will have his debut. It should be a lot of fun, including seeing Kenny Omega, the AEW champion, and so much more. I look forward to my conversation now with Tony Khan, the president and CEO of All Elite Wrestling. I'm going to give him a ring right now. We'll have our conversation with Tony Khan, the head man for All Elite Wrestling right here on this edition of Tuesday Wrestling Tuesday. And don't forget to follow along on Instagram and Twitter at WrestlingTWT, WrestlingTWT. And don't forget the podcast. We have so much great wrestling content. Check it out. Tuesday Wrestling Tuesday. Subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcast. Look for Tuesday Wrestling Tuesday with Jonathan Hood. Let me call Tony and let's get underway with our conversation. You think August was something in Chicagoland? Wait until September in Chicagoland at the Now Arena in Hoffman Estates on Wednesday for AEW Dynamite. Also for Friday at Rampage, Sunday at All Out. You know, I've been telling you the stories. I've been making the towns like wrestling, like wrestlers would tell you. I was at uh, Rampage in Chicago, the United Center, and of course in Milwaukee at the Panther Arena. We're joined by the president and CEO of All Elite Wrestling, Tony Khan. He joins us here on Tuesday Wrestling Tuesday with Jonathan Hood right here on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. Tony, Jonathan Hood, thanks so much for your time. Hi, Jonathan. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. I've been making the towns. I was telling Mark Henry this this past Saturday. So it's I'm at Rampage to see CM Punk, obviously. That was awesome. And then Wednesday to Panther Arena in Milwaukee. It's just been fun, man. I think I'll make, make, make the trip to Cincinnati, too. Why not? <laughs> wow, that is awesome. Well, I really appreciate it. That is, that is really cool to hear. Thank you for coming to all these AEW shows. Well, t- tell me something about the ticket information. Let's get that out of the way. Uh, what tickets are available for these three mega events here in Ch- at Hoffman Estates? Well, there are still some seats available for Dynamite tomorrow night on TNT. There are still some seats for Rampage live Friday night on TNT. Both shows are going to be great. And those are our last two TV shows going into the all-out pay-per-view. All-out is completely sold out, but there are great seats available for the shows on Wednesday and Friday and the Fan Fest on Saturday, uh, which is going to be a lot of fun, some fun events and meet and greets. And the pay-per-view Sunday is going to be tremendous. Even though we're sold out of tickets, I think there's stuff on the secondary market. I've been told it is the highest-priced ticket on the secondary market ever uh so uh, that's pretty cool in the history of professional wrestling yeah so it's in many ways the most anticipated uh, event if not in a very long time uh well let's just say in a very long time <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm beyond excited and uh i'm just really glad you and so many great fans have been really enjoying AEW, and we were really a hot show over the past month we built up huge ratings, and in the month of July, we, we did so much great stuff going back on the road, Road Rager, Fighter Fest, and Fight for the Fallen. We were the number one show on cable for several weeks in a row, 
and followed it up again this past week with Dynamite being the number one show on cable and Rampage then also on Friday being the number one show on cable. Uh, so to have two wrestling shows from AEW that are both the number one show on all of cable TV for their night, beating out all the sports, all the programs, it's very exciting. And really, this is the hottest the wrestling business has been in over 20 years. And it's awesome. It, the fans deserve it. They're wrestling fans that have been waiting a long time for the business to get come back like this. And there's other young fans that have never really seen it this hot. So it's quite a sight to see, and I'm really happy about it. I can tell at AEW Rampage at the United Center how much it meant to you to have that super card, CM Punk coming out at the United Center. I mean, what does it mean to you overall to have these spectacular events in the land of Lincoln, in your state? It's so, so amazing. It's great to come home. It was the first time I'd been back around Chicago in a long time, since before the pandemic. I'm from Champaign, Illinois, and the only times I had gone back to Champaign since the pandemic were Thanksgiving and Christmas. And Christmas, I'll be honest, was just brutal this year. Uh, We knew Brody Lee was on life support. They were going to take him off life support on the day after Christmas. And it was brutal for the people in AEW. I mean, it was uh, just the worst situation ever for his incredible family. And we all just wanted to support them. So really, uh, you know, I I was back down uh, almost as soon as I got home for Christmas, I went back down to Jacksonville and uh, and really began the, the plans for the Brody Tribute Show. And so I've gotten to spend very little time back home in Illinois. It's just really nice going back to Chicago for the first dance rampage and then to go back and be out in Hoffman Estates uh, over by Woodfield Mall. So many of my friends from college live over there, and it's going to be great seeing my old roommate and good, good buddies from college uh, and they're all coming over for the TV, and some of them are going to get, get into the pay-per-view because they bought their tickets early. So uh, I'm very excited to be home, and it just means a lot to be able to present uh, a moment that means a lot to wrestling fans all over the world, literally. And, you know, pretty much every corner of the world was touched by the return of CM Punk, and it introduced AEW to fans all over the world. We built this great audience, but CM Punk's debut here has brought more penetration and interest in the AEW wrestling product than we've ever had. It's driven our TV shows that were already uh, on the hottest run we've ever had. They've gotten even bigger, even hotter. And it's only the beginning. That's why I called it the first dance. You know, everyone uh, around the world saw the last dance, and it meant a lot to me growing up in Illinois and having watched all that as a kid. And I thought about it, and I realized that the perfect way to reintroduce CM Punk to wrestling was the first dance at the United Center because this is the beginning of an epic journey and not the end. And it's driven so much excitement and it's really only the beginning and a lot of great surprises. And this is such a special way to come back to Chicago. Tony Khan with us on Tuesday Wrestling Tuesday with Jonathan Hood on ESPN 1000 and also the ESPN Chicago app. Uh, don't forget Dynamite on Wednesday, Rampage on Friday, and All Out, the pay-per-view on Sunday from the Hoffman Estates Now Arena. Can you walk us through the CM Punk negotiations to get to this point? Because I was there, as I mentioned, at Rampage. I hadn't heard a roar like that since Jordan played, and that's not hyperbole. That's true because I've been in that building a ton. Tell us about the negotiations to get CM Punk to to acquiesce and come to AEW? 
Well, at first, it was really about building a relationship before it was about dollars and cents or appearances or anything like that. Uh, and the pandemic was unique in many ways, and it's a great tragedy. It did afford a lot of Americans and people around the world with some time on their hands, and it was unusual for me to have any time on my hands. Um, but I spent more time at home, and I was working and finding different ways to work from home. And one thing I had done was connect with friends and text with people and, and try to reach out to people I hadn't talked to in a while and build relationships and rebuild relationships. And with punk, uh, we just talked a lot in the pandemic and became friends. Uh, and, you know, talking about wrestling, talking about ideas. And he was watching Dynamite through the pandemic. And at first, uh, really, we didn't have an audience. We were keeping the show going and instead of doing it in an empty arena I took all the out of work wrestlers and wrestlers who weren't appearing on the show and, and brought a lot of independent people in who didn't have anything else really going and put them at ringside as the crowd and then uh, we were running outdoor shows so I brought back fans in kind of the same way drive-in movies brought movies back mm -hmm. where you could go see a movie with your family but it was a totally safe experience in your own pod, sitting outside. And that's what I wanted to do with AEW at Daily's Place. So this past year, we ran shows outdoors, socially distant fans, and it was completely safe. We had no known transmissions, and it was like, I said, it was like a drive-in movie. And it really helped fans around the world, again, watching wrestling, because I think virtual fans is a good concept on paper, and it's better than nothing. But there's no substitute for the, the real fans. And the only place to see him in American wrestling was with AEW. And uh, so he was enjoying the shows. But at the same time, that was the best we could do then. But we, we both knew the perfect way for him to come back was in a packed arena. And it would just be an unforgettable moment. So it was something we just planned out. And, and then he asked about the United Center and... I called them uh, with my head of live events. We were the only two people that knew I was calling them and managed to keep the booking a secret for a really long time that I had the United Center booked. And then when it was time to announce the event, uh, I went back to Punk with the idea of the first dance, which he loved. Uh, but it was really his idea to come to the United Center. And, and then it put the challenge to me to find a way to create a special event to reintroduce him to the wrestling world. And... That's how we did it all. And, and really, it wasn't as much for either of us about money and dates and all that stuff because I think we really wanted to work together for a long time and, and had a lot of time to get all the X's and O's and all the T's and I's <laughs> crossed and dotted. Um, so it, it's been a really good relationship, I think. And he's changed our business and he's done so much for AEW in the short time he's been here already. Tony, I know that you like to watch um, in your downtime some of your old school wrestling, and I, I enjoy it as well. When wrestling is at its best historically, what does that look like? Does that look like Crockett? Does that look like Hogan on top in the WWF? Is that Mid-South? What does it look like historically? I don't think that there's one perfect wrestling show when I watch all different kinds of wrestling products. And really, through the, the 80s, wrestling looked different all over the country. Mm -hmm. You know, in the territories through the 70s and 80s, there were all different versions of wrestling, and there were good stuff. 
different places, whether it was the Crockett's in Carolinas and Georgia Championship Wrestling, Championship Wrestling from Florida, Mid-South Wrestling, World Class Championship Wrestling in Texas. Uh, there's all these great shows, and I'm a huge fan of Memphis Wrestling as well. Uh, and then a lot of the Memphis Wrestling influence spread to the Mid-South area when Jim Cornette, the Midnight Express, the Rock and Roll Express, Bill Dundee, and a bunch of others from Memphis migrated to the Mid-South area working for Bill Watts, and that really strengthened that show. So, I mean, you see companies change, transform their identity, and I think AEW now is a very different company from when we started. Uh, and so, really, I think wrestling is in ebbs and flows when it's at its best is when the fans are really excited about it. And the so-called Attitude Era, the Monday Night Wars, that's maybe the all-time peak for business revenues. And now we live in a world where business is more efficient and the TV business and streaming is much more efficient. So there are new revenue streams, there are new ways to capture fans, and even though the linear TV audience isn't as big as what it was, there are all kinds of business opportunities that didn't exist 20 years ago where we can really heat the business up. But the most important thing is perception and the fans caring about the show, caring about who wins and loses and caring about the matches and the wrestlers. We have that right now. And so what it looks like, I think, is fairly subjective as long as the people really believe in it, care about it. And we have that happening right now. What was really unique is we talked to Tony Khan on Tuesday Wrestling Tuesday with Jonathan Hood on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. What's really unique about you as a businessman is working with other territories, working with other wrestling companies, I should say. Because as you well know, historically, that wasn't a thing. Like Super Clash 3. You know what's funny is Vince Sr. was actually really cooperative. Mm-hmm. Like Vince Sr. booked Andre out all over the country. And Andre would work for the AWA and Andre would go to Mid-South and he would work in Houston for Bill Watts and, and Paul Bosch. So I, I actually think wrestling was much more collaborative before the mid-80s and it was actually one person who made the business more or less collaborative. So uh, I am trying to bring some of that spirit back. So uh, actually when Vince Sr. was in, running the New York Territory, it was actually a much more collaborative thing. And then there's Super Clash 3. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> well, that that was my point. I was I'm giving you kudos because it's working out well with Impact AAA. Because in years past, sometimes they were so provincial. Some of these old promoters they didn't want to work with others. So that's why I'm giving you kudos on that. Well, I really appreciate it, Jonathan. I think you know Impact AAA uh, and certainly New Japan Pro Wrestling. I've, I've done a lot of great stuff with, but it has to make sense for AEW. And we've seen wrestlers from AEW go and capture championships in different promotions around the world. And a lot of AEW wrestlers still hold championships in various promotions around the world. And it's good for those promotions to have such strong, recognizable champions who have a great TV platform to wear their titles. And it's good for us because it shows that we're the top company in wrestling, frankly. And uh, a lot of companies out there have had our wrestlers come in and do really, really well. So I'm, uh, I'm very open to it. I think it shows, uh, you know, good bonds between the companies, but also it really allows us access to some good wrestlers. And we have one of the best rosters, but it's always good to have fresh, different talent. And that's why I like working with other companies. Also, New Japan 
uh, has had some some big shows. They have some great talent specifically. So I've done a lot of things recently with them. Um, but you know, the main focus is always on AEW and our shows. Uh, but we have such a big roster and so much bandwidth that it really allows us to expand and partner and help out other wrestling companies. You have a lot of talent that I know that you enjoy. However, I will ask you, is there a talent or two on the rise that you're keeping your eyes on? I wrote down two. I'm going to see if you can match what I wrote down. Uh, well, that's a great question. Uh, I'd love to hear who your two are. Okay. And, and I'm basing this on Rampage. Well, first of all, I'm basing it on TV because I'm watching the shows every week. But I'm basing it on being in the arena at the United Center and at the Panther Arena in Milwaukee. Two big reactions from both shows. One was Dante Martin, for sure. I knew it. That's great. I love Dante. I mean, he got two big pops in two different cities. Okay, so the other one is Ty Conti. Mm. As far as that's, far as reaction, well, Ty Conti will be on Dynamite Live tomorrow night, mm-hmm. taking on Penelope Ford. Uh, Ty was having a great match against the Bunny on Rampage in Milwaukee on Friday, mm-hmm. and it was uh, Penelope Ford who came out and interfered, distracted the referee, and helped the Bunny steal the match. So Ty wanted payback, so that's going to be a great match and a great chance to see Ty on Dynamite. Uh, and Dante, speaking of Dynamite, went out and put on one of the most impressive performances in a six-man tag, taking on the world champion Kenny Omega and the world tag team champions, the Young Bucks. And he had a few big statement matches. Uh, he had a great match with Matt Seidel at Daly's Place. And really, Dante's building great 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 fan base great reactions he's part of a tag team called top flight with his brother his brother had a bad knee injury and has been out and the silver lining has been dante breaking out as a star his older brother is every bit as talented too that's what's amazing and uh when we get darius back top flight is going to be a force to reckon with but really uh dante is definitely somebody on the rise right now uh it's a great great point and it's funny because those definitely could have been the two I said but I'm, I always am interested to hear what different AEW fans and educated wrestling media folks like yourself think uh, would be the young rising stars because I think we have so many rising stars yes. and a lot of our young rising stars have risen where they might not be the first people you point out you know MJF is one of the youngest stars in wrestling and has been on top for a while and people forget how young he is and Darby Allen, same way, one of the top young wrestlers, and he's done so much so quickly. Uh, Jungle Boy, Britt Baker, so many others have really emerged. And then, like you said, we have stars on the rise, too, that get these huge reactions in the arena. You can feel they're on the verge of breaking out. I think Ty Conti and Dante Martin are great examples. Two quick ones. Uh, besides AEW, the other hottest story in Chicago is Justin Fields or Andy Dalton at quarterback for the opening of the season. A lot of people are behind Fields the kid, um, the, the Dante Martin, I would say, of the Bears, and then, of course, Andy Dalton. Who do you start if you're the Bears? Well, this is the first time you've asked me to put my Jacksonville Jaguars NFL. <laughs> uh, Come but on. I pivot very quickly, and I can just <laughs> click and make the switch that easily, so I will switch hats, and I will tell you that we did a ton of work in the NFL draft and spent a lot of time evaluating the quarterback position. Yes. Uh, and we ended up with the number one pick in the draft and 
very, very, very happy with Trevor Lawrence, uh, who has been great for us. He went out in the last game of the preseason and had an amazing game this past weekend in Dallas. Um, and I think for the Bears, they're in a great position. Living in Illinois all my life, they were really, for so long, the Bears have called uh, for a rookie quarterback with the pedigree and all the tools of Justin Fields. And he's so tough and so uh, exciting. I've been to a lot of his games and seen him play in person a number of times. And I know uh, the Ohio State coaches and, of course, working every day in my office with Urban Meyer. He's very familiar with Justin Fields. I have a ton of respect for him. And I think he's going to do a great job for the Bears. ILL with the victory over Nebraska. Is this something good for Bielema? Is this a good thing? Yes, great, great start for the Illini. Uh, it's absolutely what all the Illini fans wanted to see to start the season. And uh, we really haven't had a start to the season like that, especially in the Big Ten in a long time. I think we've won some non-conference games the past several years and then really struggled in the Big Ten. So it's a great start for the Illini and super encouraging for Brett to come in and, and get the team going with that. Uh, my teammate Jeff Dickerson says you paid all of your, your tabs at CAMS, so you're all good in Champaign. Well, you know, they closed down CAMS and they moved it. So yes, yes. Uh, before they moved it, I had to close out my tab. I was like, no, i in that place. <laughs> Dynamite at Rampage this weekend as well as All Out on pay-per-view on Sunday. Tony Khan is our guest. Thank you so much for your time, my friend. Thanks so much for coming on the show. Thank you, Jonathan. I appreciate it. And uh, thank you to everybody who supports AEW. I really appreciate all the great fans we have around Chicago and all over the world. Thank you, Tony. And there he goes, Tony Khan, the president and CEO of All Elite Wrestling. Dynamite, this upcoming Wednesday, Rampage, is on Friday. As Tony said, there's tickets available for both of those shows. All out is sold out, and you can imagine why, because CM Punk will be one of the headliners there for that show as well. Go back into the archives at Tuesday Wrestling Tuesday. My thoughts on SummerSlam. My thoughts on NXT TakeOver. My thoughts about AEW and CM Punk being part of AEW and so much more. Tuesday Wrestling Tuesday. Make sure you share this interview with some of your wrestling friends. We'd love for people to know about this conversation I had for the first time ever. Tony Khan on Tuesday Wrestling Tuesday. Coming up soon, I will review the NWA and their pay-per-view that took place on the Fight app from the Chase Hotel in St. Louis. And so much more. You never know if there's breaking news. We'll talk about it right here. Tuesday Wrestling Tuesday with me, Jonathan Hood. Thanks so much for listening.